0: I can get it to work perfectly, (laughs) but when it's time for the preaching, it wants to act up. So I got it going now, so that's good. We're there in John chapter number 8. On Wednesday nights, we do more of a Bible study than really preaching. Um, But there's so much in John chapter 8. You know, it's really hard to outline this chapter because there's so much in John chapter 8 to be able to, to study and look at. But, but uh, we'll do our best and we'll look at it. Look at verse number 12. John chapter number 8 and look at verse number 12. The Bible says, Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that follows me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Now in the book of John, there are seven uh, I am statements that Jesus Christ made. Now I believe there's uh, there's more than that. But... but uh, there are seven that are recognized by, you know, Christianity as a whole. Seven, seven times in the book of John where Jesus Christ said, I am, and their famous I am statements. And we find here in John chapter number 8 and verse 12, the second of those famous statements. He said, I am the light of the world. Um, John chapter number 6, he said, I am the bread of life. And we'll see later on where he says, uh, we, we read there, before Abraham was, I am. Later on, he'll, he'll make statements like, I am the door, and I am the resurrection. And, there are, there, and that's a great Bible study there in and of itself. Those seven times that Jesus Christ said, I am. But we see it here in verse 12. Jesus says, I am the light of the world. He that follows me shall not walk in darkness but shall have the light of life. Now you got to keep in mind, uh, they, they just brought an adulterous woman to Jesus Christ. He just pretty much pardoned her of her sin and, and, and uh, uh, caused the Pharisees to to not be able to entangle uh, him in their words. And um, he now begins to preach and he begins to speak and he, he makes a statement, I am the light of the world. Now you got to, you wonder what, what does this mean or why does he say this? And uh, we'll look at what the Bible says about that because there's a specific reason why he said this. If you Go back to the book of John, chapter number one. We'll look at one instance, one passage where you can learn what the Bible says. You know, the Bible is so deep. There's so much to study in the Bible. It's a sad thing that uh, tonight in America, uh, the vast majority of Christianity is more interested in stupid things like American Idol and and all these dumb movie stars and singers, than they are about the Bible, because there's so much to look at when it comes to the Bible, and there's so much to learn, and I mean, John chapter eight, I have such a hard time outlining this chapter, just because there's so much to talk about, but look at, look at, look at John chapter number 1, and look at verse 1, John 8, 12 said, Jesus Christ said, I am the light of the world, now look at verse 1 of John chapter number 1, it says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Do you see that? According to John chapter number 1, in verse 1, the Word, W-O-R-D, was with God, and then the Bible says, and the Word was God. So we understand that the Word was not only with God, He was God. Now the Word and God are two different entities, because they were with each other, but they were also the same thing. The Word was God, verse 1. Look at verse 2. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him. Now if you look at that word Him there, that's referring back to the Word. Do you see that? The subject of this verse is the Word. In the beginning was the Word. So verse 3 says, all things were made by Him, is referring back to the Word. So the Bible tells us that the Word was with God. The Bible says that the Word was God. And then in verse 3 it tells us that all things were made by the Word, by Him. And without Him, referring back to the Word, was not anything made that was made. In Him, we're still referring to the Word, was life. And the life was the light of men. Did you see that? So according to the Bible, the Word is a Creator, because all things were made by Him. According to the Bible, the Word was with God. According to the Bible, the Word was God, and according to the Bible, in Him, referring back to the Word, was life. So the Word had the life in Him, and the life was the light of men. Key word there is life and light. Make note of that. Who is that referring to? The Word. Who is that referring to? God. And the light shineth the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Verse 6 says, There was a man sent from God whose name was John. Referring to John the Baptist. The same came for a witness to bear witness of that light. Do you see that in verse 7? John came to bear witness of that light that all men through him might believe. He was not that light. So John the Baptist wasn't that light. But he was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. Now look at verse 10. And follow carefully. He is referring to what? the light. Do you see that? It says, He, the light, was in the world, and the world was made by Him. Now according to verse number 3, in John chapter number 1, who made the world? The Word did. Do you see that? Verse number 3 says, the Word, you know, all things were made by Him, referring to the Word, which is God. Now in verse number 10, it says, He, referring to the light, was in the world, and the world was made by Him. So according to the book of John, chapter number 1, God created The world, the Word created the world, and the light, that true light, created the world. The world was made by Him, and the world knew Him not. He came unto His own, and His own received Him not. Who does that remind you of? Jesus Christ. But as many as received Him, referring to the light, to them gave He power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on His name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. So we see there, see, not, not everybody is a child of God. Only those who receive Him, to them gave you power to become the sons of God. And look at verse 14. And the Word. So you see, we went from talking about the Word to talking about the light. Rebecca, don't do that. Okay, it's church time. You guys need to be paying attention and learning this. You need this. According to. John chapter number one, the Word was God, the Word was the Creator. Then it tells us about the light, the true light. Well, then it tells us that the Word had the life in Him, that the Word was the light. Then it tells us about the light. Then it tells us about the truth's light. Then it tells us that the light made the world. Then it tells us that the light came unto His own, His own received Him not. Then it tells us that whosoever receives the light has the power to become the sons of God. Then it tells us about the Word. You say, well, how to go from the Light to the Word? Well, here's the thing. I don't know if you've gotten it from John chapter number 1, but the Light and the Word are the same thing. The Light and the Word are the same thing. Now, follow my logic. If the Light and the Word are the same thing, and the Word and God are the same thing, what does that make the Light? God. Exactly. God is the Light. God is the Word. And if you see there in verse 14, the Bible says, "...and the Word was made flesh." and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. What does that make the Word? Jesus. Jesus. So follow my logic. If God is the Word, and Jesus is the Word, what does that make Jesus? God. God. And if the Word is the light, and Jesus is the Word, what does that make Jesus? The light. light. Now Jesus said in John chapter number 8, He said, I am the light of the world. And the statement he was making when he was saying, I am the light of the world, he was saying, I am God. Because... John chapter number one tells us that the light and the word are the same person. John chapter number one tells us that the light created the world, and John chapter number one tells us that the light and the word are the same person. That God and the word are the same person. It all interchanges and it all intermingles. Why? Because Jesus is God. The statement you can go back to John chapter number eight, that Jesus starts off saying in John chapter number twelve when he says, "I am the light of the world. He that follows me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life." What he's saying is that he is God. Do you see the last part of verse 12 where he says, Shall have the light of life? Do you remember in John 1? In verse uh, 4, it says, In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. See, it uses the same terminology because it's talking about the same person. So Jesus Christ starts off, John chapter number 8, and verse 12, it says, And spake Jesus again unto them, saying, And He makes the statement, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. What Jesus was saying was that He is God. Because if He is the light, then He is the Creator, then He is the Word, then He is God. So Jesus is telling the Pharisees, I am God. I am the light of the world. Now look at verse 13. The Pharisees therefore said unto him, Thou bearest record of thyself, thy record is not true. So the Pharisees attack the credibility of Jesus Christ. Why? Because he just got done telling him, I am God. And and they say, you're bearing record of yourself, your record is not true. They're attacking his credibility, they're attacking whether he's truthful, They're, they're attacking his doctrine, they're attacking whether he's Telling the truth, look at verse 14. Jesus answered and said unto them, Though I bear record of myself, yet my record is true. For I know whence I came and whether I go, but ye cannot tell whence I come or whether I go. So Jesus just got done telling them that He is God. Jesus is now explaining to them, No, I am telling the truth and I am the real thing. And He says, here's why. Because of where I came and because of where I'm going, where did He come from? Heaven. Where is He going? Heaven. Verse 4, 15, he says, You judge after the flesh, I judge no man. So he's telling them, you judge after the flesh. He said, you're looking at things through a human perspective, through a man's perspective. And he says, I judge no man. that could be referring to the fact that he refused to judge the adulterous woman uh, of her sin. Now, Now, we, we dealt with that last week, and we won't spend too much time with, with it, but we, we must understand, Jesus did not have to condemn the adulterous woman, because the law had already condemned her. John chapter number 3 says, you know, that, they, that you're already condemned. So He didn't have to condemn her, the law of Moses already condemned her. The Bible says that Jesus came to seek and to save. The Bible says He came not to condemn, but to save people, so He didn't have to condemn her, He just came to save her. The law already condemned her. But look at verse 16. And yet if I judge, my judgment is true, for I am not alone, but I am the Father that sent me. It is also written in your law that the testimony of two men is true. Now, Jesus Christ makes this statement. He says, your law says that the testimony of two men is true. Now, turn with me real quickly to the book of Deuteronomy in the Old Testament. If you you open your Bible to the very first book in the Bible, you'll find the book of Genesis, then it will be the book of Exodus, then Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy, chapter number 19, and we'll look at this law that Jesus is referencing in verse number 15. Deuteronomy, chapter number 19, and look at verse 15. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, numbers, Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy, chapter number 19 and verse 15. Jesus said, "It is also written in your law that the testimony of two men is true." What Jesus is referencing is Deuteronomy 19:15, where the Bible says, one witness shall not rise up against a man for, an in, for any iniquity, or for any sin. In any sin that he sinneth, at the mouth of two witnesses... Or at the mouth of three witnesses shall the matter be established. So Deuteronomy 19.15 teaches the people there that when you have a witness that at the mouth of two witnesses or at the mouth of three witnesses a matter shall be established. Now Jesus is using the Bible against them because they say you have record of yourself. Your record is not true. So Jesus says it's also written in your law that the testimony of two men is true. So he said, your law says that the record of two, of two, uh, of two men is true. Look at verse 18. He says, I am one that bear witness of myself. So he said, I bear witness, I give testimony of myself. And then he says, and the Father that sent me bears witness of me. So you've got to keep in mind, he's, they're arguing with him about the validity of his statements. They're arguing with him about um, how true he is, or if he's lying about who he says he is. And he's now explaining to them why He is who He says He is. And He says, I am who I uh, say I am because of where I came, heaven. Because of where I'm going, heaven. Because the Father sent me. And then He says, and your law says that the testimony of two is true. And He said, I give testimony of myself, that's one. And then the Father gives testimony of me, that's two. So then by your own law, this matter has been established. Look at verse 19. Then said they unto Him, Where is thy Father? Because he brought the Father into the conversation. He said, look, I bear witness of myself, and my Father bears witness of me. That's, two, that's the testimony of two. And according to Deuteronomy 19.15, this matter shall be established. So then they asked the question, where is thy Father? Jesus answered, you neither know me, nor my Father. If he had known me, you should have known my Father also. Now you say... You know, what does that mean? Well, he's saying, look, if you know Jesus, you know the Father. If you know the Father, you know Jesus. You cannot separate Jesus from the Father. They are one and the same. See, God the Father and God the Son and God the Holy Ghost are the same. These three are one is what the Bible says. The light and the word and God, they're all the same. So Jesus, the whole point of this conversation, John chapter number 8, just so you understand, Jesus is proving what we call the deity of Jesus Christ. He is proving that He is God. And He starts off verse number 12 by saying, I am the light, which He was pretty much saying, I am God, I am the creator. And now he makes a statement. They ask him, who is your father? And he says, you neither know me nor my father. If he had known me, you should have known my father also. So you you cannot separate the father from Jesus Christ. They're one and the same. See, I don't understand that. How can the father... And uh, and the Son be the same. Well, it's what we call the Trinity. And I don't understand it either. We accept that by faith. We just accept the fact that the Bible says that God and the Father, you know, God the Son and God the Father and God the Holy Ghost. They're three different entities, but at the same time they're one and the same. We just accept that by faith. But that's what the Bible says. Number two, the second thing we can gather from this verse is this. That if you know the Father, then you know the Son. And if you reject the Son, you reject the Father. Now, today, there, are, uh, there is a religion of Judaism, and the Jews of today, who say that they, they reject Jesus Christ as the Messiah. And they, they do, do not believe that Jesus Christ, or Jesus was the Christ, that He was the Messiah. They don't believe in Jesus Christ. They believe that He was a person, but they don't believe that He was God. They don't believe that He came to save us of our sins. And you know, most Christians today will look at the unbelieving Jews of, of our day, and I'm not talking about the, the, the people, I'm talking about their religion. Obviously, we, we love people, but we hate false religion. You know, we can hate Catholicism and love the Catholic. We want to get the Catholic saved. We want to show the Catholic what the Bible says. But, but the false religion that is sending people to hell, we hate that. So uh, we, we can look, you know, Christians today, they look at Judaism, and, the, and most Christians will say... There's nothing wrong with that. You know, they'll, they'll say things like, we've got to bless them, you know, and we got to, and they're this. But the thing is, according to the Bible, if you reject the fa- the son, you've also rejected the father. So you cannot, as a Jew, say, I reject Jesus Christ and say, I serve the God of the Old Testament. Because that's what they'll say. They'll say, we serve the God of the Old Testament. They don't believe in the New Testament. So they'll say, we, we, we love Abraham, and we love Isaac, and we have Jacob. And Jesus Christ will get into that argument here later on in this chapter with the Pharisees. But they'll, they'll say, we love the God of the Old Testament. But the thing is, that you cannot love the God of the Old Testament without loving His Son. And you cannot accept the God of the Old Testament without accepting His Son. Allow me to read a verse for you, you don't have to turn there. But Acts chapter number 10 in verse 43 says this. To Him, referring to Jesus Christ, it says to Him give all prophets witness. That through His name, whosoever believeth in Him shall receive remissions of sin. So the Bible says that all the prophets give witness of Jesus Christ. Moses gives witness of Jesus Christ. Isaiah gives witness of Jesus Christ. Jeremiah gives witness of Jesus Christ. Ezekiel gives witness. The entire Old Testament gives a witness and points towards Jesus Christ. So you cannot say, I believe the Old Testament without saying, I believe in Jesus Christ. And if today, the Jews of today reject Jesus Christ, then they also reject the Father. Because Jesus said, you neither know me nor my Father. If ye had known me, ye should have known my Father also. Verse 20, he said, These words, spake, The Bible says, These words spake Jesus in the treasury, as he taught in the temple, and no man laid hands on him, for his hour was not yet come. Now look, we're not anti-Semitic here, and we're not racist or anything like that, but we do have to come to certain conclusions based on what the Bible says and what Jesus clearly teaches. Look at verse 21. Then said Jesus again unto them, I go my way, Ye shall seek me, and shall die in your sins. Whither I go, ye cannot come. Now I want you to keep, make note of that. John chapter number 8 and verse 21, he says, Ye shall die in your sins. Look at verse 22. Then said the Jews, will he kill himself? Because he said, whither I go, ye cannot come. That's a dumb statement. Obviously that's not what he's saying. Look at verse 23. And he said unto them, Ye are from beneath, I am from above. You are of this world, I am not of this world. See, they, they just said, oh, is he going to kill himself? Because he says, we cannot go, and, and, he, and he just looks at them and says, man, man, you are from beneath, I'm from above, my thoughts are so much higher than yours. I mean, you're you are sitting here thinking, that I'm going to kill myself, he said, I'm God, I created the universe. And, and again, he's explains to them that he's God. He says, you're from beneath, you're from the earth, I'm from above, you are of this world, I am not of this world. I said therefore unto you, Ye shall die in your sins. He makes that statement again. He said, Ye shall die in your sins. And look what he says, For if ye believe not, that I am He, ye shall die in your sins. Now remember I told you, that in John, there are seven uh, famous statements, where Jesus Christ makes the statement, I am. Well here in John 8.24, Jesus Christ makes the statement, I am He. Now, I don't know why, but mainly looked at, uh, by most Christians today this statement I am He is not one of those famous seven statements so I don't want you to get confused uh, I am He is not one of those famous statements but it's a very important statement and I would consider it one of those I am statements because He said Jesus Christ said you shall die in your sins you shall die in your sins for if you believe not that I am He ye shall die in your sins so God Jesus was saying if you don't believe that I am He you're going to die in your sins what does He mean by saying that I am He. Well, remember, they're attacking the validity of Jesus. If you have, if you have a question after the service, I'll answer the question, all Right? Alright, I didn't know if you had a question or if you were scratching. <laughs> if you remember, at the beginning of, of, of the message here, they were attacking the validity of Jesus Christ. They want to know if He was God. They want to know if He was saying the truth. They want to know where His Father was. They do, not, they do not understand where he came from or where he is going. And he makes this statement, I am he. And he tells them, if you do not believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. Now that seems kind of a vague statement. But that statement says so much. Go with me real quickly to the book of Isaiah. You'll be glad you did. Isaiah chapter number 43 in the Old Testament. Isaiah's the the... The first of the major prophets. That major prophets means there's three books of the Bible that are considered the major prophets because they're just the mere length. It's not that one's better than the other. But there's the major prophets and there's the minor prophets. Isaiah, Jeremiah, and Ezekiel are considered major prophets uh, books. So Isaiah chapter number 43 And look at verse number 10. Isaiah 43 and look at verse 10. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. We saw clearly that He was making a statement of deity. They attack that statement and they say, you're lying. They want to know who His Father is. They don't understand where He's coming from. They don't understand where He's going. And then he makes the statement, second statement, he says, you will die in your sins if you do not believe that I am He. What does he mean by that? Look at Isaiah 43, look at verse number 10. Isaiah chapter number 43 and verse 10. Very clear. The Bible says, you are my witnesses, saith the Lord. And my servant whom I have chosen, that ye may know and believe me, and understand that I am He. Do you see that? Now if you look at the beginning of verse ten, the Bible says, Ye are my witnesses, saith the Lord. Do you see that capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D? That that means that when you see the Lord in capitals, that's Jehovah. That is God speaking. That is Jehovah God. And in Isaiah 43, Jehovah God, capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D, Jehovah God made this statement. He says, and my servant whom I have chosen, that ye may know and believe me. So he said, the Lord in Isaiah 43.10 said, I want you to believe me and understand. And here's what God, Almighty God said. He said, I am He. And if you look at, now keep in mind, Isaiah 43.10, the Lord, Jehovah God, just said, I am He. John 8, Jesus Christ said, if you don't believe that I am He, so what is Jesus saying? That He's the Lord. That He's Jehovah. Look at, at, uh, if you see, I am He, there's a colon right after that statement, I am He. That colon means that the next statement has to do with the previous statement. You remember that from school. So He said, I am He, colon... And then he says, before me there was no God formed, neither shall there be any after me. So when God says, I am He, what he means by that is that there is no other God before Him, and there will never be another God after Him. He is saying, I am the only God. That's a sta- That's what that means. He says, I am He, before me there was no God formed, neither shall there be after me. Look at verse 11. I, even I, am the Lord. And beside me there is no Savior. So the Lord said, I am the Savior. If you remember from Sunday morning, the whole purpose of Jesus Christ was unto you, born this day, in the city of David, a Savior. So Jesus is the Savior. The Lord said, I am the Savior. The Lord said, I am He. Jesus said, I am He. We can see very clearly from the Scriptures that Jesus and God are the same. Look at verse 12, I have declared, this is still the Lord speaking, Jehovah God, I have declared and have saved and I have showed when there was no strange God among you, therefore you are my witnesses, saith the Lord, that I am God. Yea, before the day was, I am He. Now look at what it says, it says, before the day was, I am He. What does that mean? That means before creation, I am He. Before I created the first day, I am He, is what I say 4.3.13. And there is none that can deliver out of my hand. I will work, and who shall let it? So, Isaiah 43, 10 tells us that when the Lord makes a statement, I am He, He's saying a few things. He's saying, I am God. He's saying, I am the Lord Jehovah God. He's saying, I am self-existing because I was before the day was. He said, said, I am the only judge because He says, there is none that can deliver out of My hand. Now, you can go back to John chapter number 8. The Lord in Isaiah 43 said, I am He. I am God. I am the judge. I am self-existing. I am the Lord Jehovah God. And then Jesus Christ in John chapter number 8 said, if you do not believe that I am He, you will die in your sins. So what was Jesus saying? He said, I am the light. He said, I am God. He said, I am He. He said, I am God. He said, if you don't believe that I am He, if you don't the big deal with that well the big deal with that is this mormons don't believe that jesus is god they believe that he is a prophet they believe that he was a god but not the god jehovah's witnesses don't believe that jesus is the lord capital l capital o capital r capital d they believe that he is a good prophet that he is a good man they don't believe he's god the muslims don't believe that jesus is god Many religions don't believe that Jesus is God, and someone who has faith but doesn't believe that Jesus is God will die in their sins. Part of the gospel is not just believing that Jesus died on the cross, was buried, and rose from the grave, but it's believing that Jesus was God, and that God became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory as of the only God of the Father, that the Word was made flesh, that God was made flesh, and that God died for our sins. That's part of the gospel. And that's what Jesus is teaching here. And He makes this statement, I am the light of the world, and what He was saying by that is that I am God. And then He makes a second statement, I am He, and what He was saying by that was that I am God. Do you see that? I feel like sometimes on Wednesday nights we might go a little more deep. You know, on Sunday mornings, we just preach and maybe it's a little... If I'm going too deep, I apologize, but I want you to see it. Look at verse 25 of John chapter number 8. It completely goes over the Pharisees' heads. John chapter number 8, look at verse 25. It says then said they unto him, "Who art thou?" He said, "I am he," referring to Isaiah 43, and then and then they get confused. They said, "Who art thou?" And Jesus said unto them, even the same that I said unto you from the beginning. He said, look, I've been telling you who I am from the moment this conversation started. I told you I am the light. I told you that I came from heaven. I told you that I am not of this world. I told you that, I, you know, that me and my Father are, are the same. I told you that I am He. And He said, I have many things to say and to judge of you. But He that sent me is true, and I speak to the world those things which I have heard of Him. They understood not that He spake to them of the Father. Then said Jesus unto them, when ye, are, when ye have lifted up the Son of Man, then shall ye know that I am He. He makes the statement again. He says, I am He. And that I do nothing of myself, but as, the fa- as my Father hath taught me, I speak these things. And He that sent me is with me. The Father hath not left me alone, for I do always those things that please Him. Now, I'm out of time, so I'm going to have to skip a lot of these verses. Uh, unfortunately, I'm going to have to skip a lot of these verses. But just skip down to verse 35, because I want you to see the last... I am statement he makes. He, there's some great verses in here. Um, we'll just have to get to them another time. But, but look at look at uh, John chapter number 8. Look at verse 35. John, wait, actually. Let me see. Let's skip down to verse... Well, let's look at verse 35. It says, And the servant divided not in the house forever... But the Son abideth forever. If the Son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. Look at verse 37. I know that you are Abraham's seed. Because they are physical Jews. So they are physically related to Abraham. He said, I know that you are Abraham's seed. But you seek to kill me. Because my word hath no place in you. I speak that which I have seen with my father. And you do that which ye have seen with your father. They answered and said unto him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said unto them, If you were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. So they're saying, look, Abraham's our father. they saying, look, you're, if you were Abraham's children, now they are Abraham's children physically, but then if you're spiritually, you know, of the same mindset of Abraham, you do the same works that Abraham did. But now ye seek to kill me, a man that have told you the truth, which I have heard of God, this did not Abraham. Abraham loved God. Look at verse 41. He says, Ye do the deeds of your father. Then said they unto him, we be not born of fornication, we have, we have one Father, even God. Jesus said unto them, If God were your Father, you would love me, for I proceeded forth and came from God, neither came I of myself, but he sent me. Why do ye not understand my speech, even because ye cannot hear my words? Ye are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar, and the father of it. And there's so much that we could talk about there, but we'll just have to skip it. Maybe we'll preach a sermon on that. Look at verse 45. And because I tell you the truth, ye believe me not. Which of you convinces me of sin? If I say the truth, why do ye not believe me? He that is of of God, heareth God's words, ye therefore hear them not, because ye are not of God. Then answered the Jews, and said unto him, Say we not that, well, that thou art a uh, Samaritan, and hast a devil? Jesus answered, I have not a devil, but I honor my Father, and ye do dishonor me. I seek not mine own glory, there is one that seeketh and judgeth. Look at verse 51. Verily, verily, I say unto you, If a man keep my sayings, he shall never see death. So he says, Look, if you keep my saying, if you keep my words, you'll be saved. You'll never see death. Verse 52. Then said the Jews unto him, Now we know that thou hast a devil... Abraham is dead, and the prophets, and thou sayest, if a man keep my sayings, you shall never taste of death. Now they're saying, look, Abraham's dead. They don't understand what Jesus is saying. See, the Bible says, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So this body, if you're saved, this body might die, but the Bible says, the moment this body takes its last breath, my spirit immediately will be with God in heaven. My soul will never die. I will never see the second death of the lake of fire. This body may die, but it doesn't matter, because one day, God's going to give me a glorified body. So when Jesus said, If you keep my sayings, you shall never see death. They're saying, well now we know you're insane. Now we know you do have a devil. Because they're saying, Abraham is dead. The prophets are dead. Now they don't understand that Abraham is not dead. They don't understand that the prophets are not dead. Abraham's body is dead, and one day God will resurrect it at the rapture. The prophets' body are dead, and one day God will resurrect them at the the rapture. But Abraham and the prophets are in heaven with God. But they think... Because they don't know the scriptures. They think Abraham is dead. So, there's, so he said, If you keep my sayings, you'll never see that. And they say, Well, Abraham's dead. The prophets are dead. And they said, If a man keep my saying, uh, you, you say, thou sayest, If a man keep my sayings, he shall never taste death." So then they say, Art thou greater than our father Abraham, which is dead? And the prophets are dead. Whom, whom make it out thyself? So they're saying, You're saying that if we keep your sayings, we won't die. Are you greater than Abraham? Because Abraham's dead. Now Abraham's not dead. But they think Abraham's dead.
1: Abraham's physical body
0: is dead. But his soul is in heaven with Jesus, with God. Look at verse 54. Jesus answered, If I honor myself, my honor is, is nothing. It is my Father that honors me, of whom ye say that He is your God. You're like, he's saying, look, you guys say that my Father is your God, you don't even understand God. Look at verse Verse 55. Yet ye have not known him, but I know him. And if I should say, I know him not, I shall be a liar like unto you, but I know him. And keep his saying, and look what he says in verse 56. Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day. And he saw it and was glad. Now they're saying that Abraham's dead. Jesus Christ just told him, Abraham's not dead. Abraham rejoiced to see my day. When, when Christmas morning happened, Abraham rejoiced. When he saw the Messiah, God in the flesh, come down to earth, Abraham rejoiced to see my day. And he saw it and was glad. Jesus saying, you know, they're saying Abraham is dead. Jesus saying Abraham's not dead. Abraham saw the day of Jesus. Why? Because 2 Corinthians 5a says, We are confident, and I say, And willing rather to be asked from the body, Is to be present with the Lord. So Abraham is in heaven, And he witnessed the day of Jesus Christ. Look at verse 57. Then said the Jews unto him, Thou art not yet fifty years old, And hast thou seen Abraham? Now notice, And, and it might just be semantics, but, but look at what the Bible says. Jesus said, Abraham rejoiced to see my day. So according to Jesus, according to Jesus Who saw who? Abraham saw Jesus. But the Jews said, You're not even 50 years old. And has thou seen Abraham? So see, the Jews put Abraham higher than Jesus. Because the Jews are saying, Have you seen Abraham? And Jesus said, No, no, no. Abraham saw me. (laughs) Do Do you see that? I mean, it's funny. But there's a reason why he says that. Because he said, Abraham rejoiced to see my day. And the Jews said, You're not even 50 years old. At this time, Jesus is in his 30s. You're not even 50 years old, and have you seen Abraham? Look at verse 58. Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Before Abraham was, and look what he says, I am. And look at the reaction he got from them. Then took they up stones to cast at him. But Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple, going through the midst of them, and so passed by. When Jesus Christ makes a statement, before Abraham was, I am. Because they asked him, you're not even 50 years old, and have you seen Abraham? And he says, look, before Abraham was, I am. That statement angered them so much that they literally picked up stones to kill him. You say, why did that anger them so much? Well, just go with me real quick to the book of Exodus. We're almost done, I promise. Go with me to the book of Exodus in the Old Testament, and look at Exodus chapter number 3. Exodus chapter number 3, and look at verse number 13. Exodus chapter number 3 and look at verse number 13. Exodus chapter number 3 and look at verse 13. The Bible says, Exodus is the second book in the Old Testament. Genesis, Exodus, the second book of the Bible. Exodus chapter number 3 and look at verse number 13. Exodus chapter number 3 and verse 13. Look at what the Bible says. It's very familiar story. This is when God is uh, enlisting Moses to go to Pharaoh and to go to Egypt to deliver the children of Israel from uh, slavery. Look at verse 13. The Bible said, Then Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, and shall say unto them, The God of your fathers hath sent me unto you, and they shall say unto me, What is his name? What shall I say unto them? Now don't miss what what, Jesus, what Moses is asking. Because God just told Moses, go to Pharaoh, go to Egypt, and I want you to free my people, I want you to bring my people out of Egypt. And Moses says to God, he says, well, when I go to Egypt, and when I go to your people, they're going to ask me, what's the name of this God? And he says, what shall I say unto them? What is your name, God? Look at verse 14. And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am has sent me unto you. The name of God is I am that I am. And he said, Moses, when you go to Israel, and when you go to Egypt, and when the Israelites, when they ask you uh, who sent you, when they ask you what is the name of the God that sent you, just tell them I am sent me. You, you may ask, I, I am what? Uh, it's not I am what, it's just I am. That, that, that statement I am is a present it's not I was. It's not I'm going to be. God, God isn't, you know, I, in, the, in the past. He's not in the future. He just is. That, that statement I am means the self-existing one. That statement I am. That's why Jesus says in the book of Revelation, I am the Alpha and the Omega. That's why He says I am the beginning and the end. That's why He says I am the first and the last. That's why He says I am the root and the offspring of David. That's why He says I am the Son and the They said, you're not even 50 years old, how have you seen Abraham? And he says, hey, before Abraham was, I am. He says, before Abraham was born, I was already in existence. Before Abraham was born, I was already, I was never created, I will never die, I I will never be uncreated, he said, I just am. And Moses, if they want to know who is the God that sent you, don't tell made this statement before Abraham was I am the Jews understood what he was saying and it angered them so much that Jesus would say I am that they took up stones but if you notice he said it three times he said I am the light of the world he said I am he and then he said before Abraham was I am and you know this doctrine of the deity of Jesus Christ is attacked by so many people, and there are so many people in this world who just refuse to believe that Jesus was God. They'll say that he was a prophet. They'll say that he was uh, that he was a good man. They'll say that he was a good teacher. They'll say that he was a good person, but they refuse to believe that Jesus was God. And in, 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 you know, and, and we could go a million different places, but in John chapter number eight, Jesus makes it real clear three different sides. He says, "I am the life." He says, "I am He." He says, "Before Abraham was, I." I am, and he's just telling these Pharisees that I am God, and if you don't believe that, you will die in your sins. Because if Jesus was just a prophet, but he was just a human being, then he couldn't die for my sins. I can't die for your sins. If I went to God and I said, God, I want to die for the sins of Rebecca, God would not allow me to die for the sins of Rebecca. He say, Rebecca has too many sins. No. No, but, but he, 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 I can't die for... Sin, you know why? Because I've got my own sins to die for. Rebecca can't die for my sins. She's got her own sins to die for. And you've got your own sins to die for. And I've got my own sins to die for. And so a human being cannot die, cannot pay the penalty of another human being. But you know who could? Jesus Christ. You know why? Because He wasn't just a human being. He was God. You say, why is this so important? That Jesus Christ is the I am. I am the light of the world. I am He. I am that I am. Before Abraham was, I am. Well, here's why it's so important. And we're done. Because this is the this is the Christ that we serve. This is the Jesus that we serve. See, our hope is not built on, on Muhammad, who was a man. Our hope is not built on Confucius, who was a man. Our hope is not built on Buddha, who was a man. Our hope is not built on a religion or a person or a pastor or a or, or, or a mother or a father or a husband or a wife or, our, our hope is not built on a human being our hope is built on Jesus Christ who was not a man, he was the I am that I am, so when you're going through that struggle, you can say hey, Jesus was I am. before Abraham was, I am before the storm was, I am, before I lost a job, I am, before I lost a car I am, before anything happened I am, there's a blessing and there's a there's a something in knowing already in existence. He knows where I'm going, He knows where I've been, and He's got a plan the whole way. But the sad thing is, if we don't believe that I am, you will die in your sins. And this doctrine of the deity of Jesus Christ is so important, we've got to uh, stand by it and we've got to believe it and we've got to preach it and we've got to teach it and we've got to let people know that Jesus is not just He was a prophet and He was a, a great teacher and He was an example and He was all those things but more than that He was the I Am. And John chapter number 8 is just such a beautiful illustration as Jesus Christ makes Three statements. Two of those statements are what Christianity, quote-unquote, considers the seven I am statements of Jesus Christ. I am He is not considered one of those as far as I know. I think it should be, because if you look at Isaiah 43, it's very clear that I am He is referring to God. But in John chapter number 8, he makes those three statements. I am the light of of the world. I am He, before Abraham was, I am. And it angered the Pharisees so much that they literally took up stones to kill him and he had to sneak out of the temple. But just take take a great comfort in knowing that we serve Jesus Christ, not a man but God. I have a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you Lord so much. Thank you for Verity Baptist Church and thank you for your Bible that we